out there i think that's what we're going with we're going to start calling all of our fans gappers wait a second we haven't even you haven't even brought this discussion to the table yet yeah you i think jump, you jumped the gun gonna, i think we're gonna call you call our fans gappers how do y'all feel about gappers or movie gappers well um, let's do a call of action okay or or let me know because then it, it springs yeah. more content or or well okay so let me do this one hello all you gappers <laughs> Hello, all you movie gappers. No, nah, it's too long. But yeah. what the other one was. What? Okay, then the other one is. Okay. Hello to all our fan favorites. There we go. So fan favorites or gappers, whichever one you want to be. Yeah, we'll let us look for the post on Instagram. Yeah, it's coming in, coming in uh, in a week or so. Yeah. All right. So uh, let me try that again. Okay. I'm just gonna go with gappers. You want me to do the whole full theme song no, no, again? No, no, no. Hey, no, no I got it. It's okay. Really, I can. I can do it. It's okay. No, no, Ready? No, no, Here I we go. Hell, 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 <laughs> all right. <laughs> Welcome, gappers. This is uh, welcome to this week's episode of the Movie Gap. I am your host, Chase Austin, and as always, love that the guy who buys autographs from anime guys, Bryce Perkins, got a terrific penis. What's up, everybody? Uh, you might be wondering why. Uh, why did we start cold with the uh, or not cold? Why did we start warm? I guess with the theme song. It's cold. Yeah. Well. So we got normally, straight into it. Normally we have a cold oh, yeah, intro yeah, 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 and right. then the thing. Well, it's a different. So, the point is, is it's a, yeah, it's a different our, beginning. All of our gappers know that's yeah. not how we start an episode. Right. Uh, all the fan favorites know that's not how we right. start an episode. Or, See, or fan giving favorites. Giving you some options right. there. So you have how that feels, how right. it sounds. Um, anyway, the reason is that this episode is uh, the episode that we recorded live this past weekend at Comic Palooza here in Houston. Mm-hmm. And uh, we wanted to give you a little heads up to let you know um, that that's what this episode is. And uh, there's some, you know, sound. It's going to sound a lot different. Yeah, it'll sound. The quality will be a little different than what you're used to. I know you're used to it being pristine, yeah. uh, thanks to my audio engineering, uh, uh, you know, abilities. Um, but, uh, you know, I was at the uh, mercy of the equipment there, which was fine. Everything was top notch. Oh, yeah, it was great. It was just a different way of recording. And so it sounds different. That's I got to say, you know, not really knowing what we were walking into, because we last time that we did Comic Palooza, uh, we were in a, a room upstairs. And, right. Uh, this year we were literally on the floor, which right. was really freaking way cool. awesome. Yeah, that Very was so cool. cool. Yeah. Um, and like, uh, I noticed that uh, Ming Chen was, uh, he had a little booth right, right next to us. And while we were recording, who is that? He is, um, he was on the show, uh, Comic Book Men. Okay. Which is uh, about the secret stash in in uh, Red Bank, New Jersey, where it's Kevin Smith's store. Mm. Okay. Uh, so he was on that show, and he does a lot of podcast with this the universe the kevin smith's podcast company okay uh so he's real big in um podcast circles and he's part of the love that he's part of hips out here in houston um which is a like a, a, a podcast uh, oh he lives building. in houston no he doesn't oh. live in houston but he does a lot with them 
Gotcha. Yeah, which uh, they're they they're similar to uh, our friends over at Pod Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's a support system for uh, podcasters, uh, local Absolutely. podcasters, and building that. Yep, and so, I believe we got to meet a, f- a few of those guys today. Or uh, yeah, at well, the you, event. you met Ozeal. Of yeah. Pod Houston. Okay. So he's with Pod Houston. Yeah, he, okay. He's yeah. the one who started Pod Houston. Gotcha. And then Hips. Uh, there's very a, nice to meet. I met him. a couple of those guys too. Uh, some of them, Carrie, I know, is uh, one of the guys there. He's he's uh, one of the liaisons for the mm-hmm. um, podcast program at Comic Palooza. Gotcha. But anyway, m- while we were recording the episode, Ming came up and took a picture of us doing the episode and at one point you Wait, might that was him yeah you might where hear, i was like thumbs upping him or yeah, whatever? yeah and like that, you might hear me get like sidetracked for a uh-huh. second and that's when he came up and like took a picture i was like talking and i looked up i was like that's ming oh he's taking a picture of yeah like, oh wow so that yeah. was i had no idea who that guy was yeah and i'm well, just sitting, i'm sitting there going hey yeah. yeah i thought he was just like a comic palooza staff photographer nope. or something nope. <laughs> that, that was, was that guy that like creeped up real close yeah with it yeah that was during our podcast, during right? Not the panel podcast. we did. No, okay. during our podcast. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, so it was really neat. And like, uh, you know, we were right there on the floor. Uh, so you could hear some hustle and bustle going around. Yeah. Uh, we had we had a good uh, showing uh, mm-hmm. in the actual audience, which was neat. Uh, at one point, a girl dressed uh, as Hellboy walks by right. and ignores us. Yep. Ignored my <laughs> shout out of her awesome, which it was a legit, it yeah, was a it was legit really cosplay legit. too. But um, yeah, so uh, it was really fun, yep. and uh, you know we can't wait to do it again next year. Yeah, and uh, we, we're extremely grateful to uh, Comic Palooza for having us on uh, yeah. for a second time. Yeah, and and yeah, thanks thanks to the to them for having us uh, this year. Uh, like I said, Carrie and uh, Mark Neiser and um, Erica, uh, Erica, who we did the the uh, panel yeah. with the night before. Yeah. Oh, so she takes part in. Um, Putting all that together for yeah, Comic Palooza all, too. All three of them do. Um, hold on, oh, wait, it was her up. and her uh, and her. Uh, well, her husband was on the panel with us as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, I mean, we did. Uh, that, that's another thing. We're kind of burying the lead there. We did technically did two, uh, uh, two had two presentations at at a Comic Palooza. Only have the recording of our episode though. Yeah, I don't know because we other didn't one want was... you guys to be to miss out on it. The other one, the the game show we did was being that was with I Am Geek. Okay, uh, okay, which is another Houston podcast. Check them out. Yeah, shout uh, out to them Instagram. big time. Yeah, Got to meet Ryan and I... Chris. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and I forget. Uh, I do apologize. I forget the name of the man running the the actual game board. Uh, but they were all very nice people. Uh, very great to meet them, and that was a lot of fun to do. I had no idea what it was even going to be. Uh, you tried explaining it to me about yeah. fifty times before we went on, and every time, as soon as you started to explain it, it just went in one ear and out the other. And I was like, I guess I'll just figure it out when I get there. Yeah, and I did, and it was a lot of fun. It's called the Battle Royale with Cheese, right? And like, right? I there's no way I could explain it any simpler. You know, which like once you see it, you're like, oh, I get it. Exactly. But it is hard. It it's, sounds confusing yeah. when you're when you have no it's context. Part, yeah, of part it. Jeopardy, part debate. Right. Yeah. You know? uh, so. Part like comic book nerd debate. Yeah, comic book nerd debate. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, we battled uh, the aforementioned Erica and her husband, and they were great uh, sports as well. It was very fun uh, meeting them. So look, go look up. Uh, you know, I am geek. Uh, yeah, find and, them uh, on their socials and then uh, look for a link to that. I, I'm pretty sure 
I mean, it was being recorded. Video was being recorded of it anyway. So I don't know if that was a yeah, live stream where, or. Well, I, I know that. Or you what could, they're going to do with that audio or yeah. what? Well, I know that um, the best way to figure that out is check out uh, comicpalooza.com and, and go to their um, the podcast page. And it'll give you a list of all the podcasts that were there this weekend and check them all out. Uh, there was a bunch. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, and they were all all great. We got to meet a ton of podcasters. Mm -hmm. uh, and I mean, I, I love Comic Blues. I've been going for almost 10 years now. Mm. And, uh, and I've been going for two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not not consecutive. Not consecutive. We missed, we missed last year. Thanks to the pandemic. Everybody missed last Everybody year. Everybody missed last year. Um, but this was a great uh, a great comeback. Uh, yeah. I, uh, you know, nobody knew exactly what it was going to be like. I know it was a little scaled down, but it didn't feel that way. No, it felt uh, it was a yeah, it was massive. A lot the of turnout energy. was huge, especially on Saturday. Yeah, man, right. They um, they showed out for the those Mandalorian peeps. Yeah, um, and uh, we saw the Q and A with Ron Perlman, which we actually saw. We did which after we should we recorded absolutely get into um, here before the uh, before the actual episode starts uh, because uh, he was great, wasn't he? he oh was yeah, a delight. He was a delight. Um, but yeah, after so we were originally going to record the episode as Ron Perlman's panel was going on. Is that yeah, correct, Chase? Yeah. And so Chase saw this this massive conflict here, um, and, especially since we were covering Hellboy in yeah. his honor. And uh, you know, the last thing we needed was for people to go, "Oh, who do I go see? The Movie Gap or Ron Perlman?" Oh, because we knew it would be a really hard decision for everybody there. Yeah, do I go see the actual guy talk yeah. about himself for an hour, right. or do I go see two jackasses talk about right. him for forty-five minutes? Right. I mean, we do have a very loyal fan base. We do, um, and we just did not want to put them in that predicament. So Chase took the step to reach out to the uh, organizers, and, and they were they gracious. Got us graciously yeah. they they, they moved, moved us around. to 10 30 in the morning which yep. at first when chase texted me he was like we got us i got us moved to 10 30 a.m and i saw the text and i was like great <laughs> that's gonna be so fun waking up early and just starting off right away with the podcast but it did end up being the best possible yeah. scenario i think because we went first and we had plenty of time to um you know, look at the the equipment and what we were going to be working with, and how yeah. how we could, we could get it recorded for you guys to hear. So it did end up actually being a, an upgrade in time slot. I feel like, um, and I feel like uh, we started the day off with a bang, and then we got to go see Ron Perlman, which was great. Um, and he actually uh, commented on uh, Hellboy. Not too many people really asked him about Hellboy specifically. Well, I think they kind of got turned off on that because he. Uh, oh, he started talking shit. Yeah, he started mad talking, shit about the MCU. Uh, yeah, about comic books Com in general. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, then, and we were and, all then, sitting there going, yeah. "You're in Hellboy." Yeah, but then every time, every time Hellboy would come up, he's like, "Oh yeah, that's one of my favorite things I've ever." Right, done. right. Because he loves Guillermo del Toro. Yes, and that's uh, the thing I didn't realize Guillermo, he has. Yeah, Guillermo saved his career. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't realize that he had such like a like an actual uh, um, what's the word? I guess like a, like a an affinity for Guillermo. Like yeah. he actually loves the guy and he's loves working with him. Yeah, he's loves appreciated. Right, you know, right. And he has worked with him a lot now. But yeah, did not. Did you know that about um, yeah. his career being saved by Guillermo del Toro? I didn't know. Basically? I didn't know it was saved, but yeah. I knew that he worked with him a lot, uh -huh. and I knew that he. You know, basically all through the 90s, mm -hmm. you know, after the, the Beauty and the Beast thing, he wasn't really doing anything. I didn't realize it would be, it was like three years. Oh, and again, I didn't realize that was a TV show. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was a huge TV show. Dude, I don't he remember that being huge, though. Well, you were 
like one or two. Okay, it was like it was thing. like it was like eighty nine to ninety three years. It was it was one of those things that was huge for like a season or something. I'm guessing. Well, I don't know why it got canceled, but I feel uh-huh. like it got canceled. Uh, kind of like the rug got pulled under out from under it mm-hmm. because it was like a, a hit. It was winning Emmys, yeah, and everything like that. So I don't know if the ratings just dropped or not. Mm. But uh, for whatever reason, it probably was pretty expensive to do. I mean, there was makeup and, and sets. And, yeah, I was going to say that you know. Beast makeup must have been a yeah. pain in the ass for production. But And it looked badass. For a TV it's, show. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, I knew that, you know, he did Kronos, which was um, Guillermo's first, Guillermo, 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 Guillermo del, del Toro. Toro. Yeah. Guillermo del Toro's first movie. Yeah. Uh, and then he did... Um, He's done several other ones with him that culminated with Hellboy. Mm-hmm. He also did uh, Pacific Rim after that as well. But um, yeah, Hellboy was like one of his first like real starring roles. Like you asked during the podcast, you know, right? What what is what's like his considered claim to his fame. breakout or yeah, yeah. his most famous I mean, so thing his that breakout, he's done. Yeah, his breakout really was Beauty and the Beast, but yeah, um, you know that Which went I away. Learned. Yeah, you know, that went away, and then it then Hellboy was really his like return. You know, and then, yeah. and then Sons of Anarchy is okay. Is, yeah, know, which so. Sons of Anarchy, as some Sons, people Sons call it. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, yep. yep. Uh, um, there, uh, we're burying a little bit of a lead here. He had oh, a nice an- Corbett. By the way, I just remembered Erica's last name. Corbett. Oh Corbett. yes, thank you, Miss Corbett. Um, but uh, uh, sorry for the delay in your uh, the <laughs> very long. This is the name gap. The name uh, gap. It was a very long gap in uh, saying your first and last name. Um. Uh, and she was there watching us too. I yeah. think. Yeah. And uh, I'm just gonna go on well, a, she was out on a whim whole... and say she absolutely she was absolutely riveted by the sure. show. Um, well, okay. mean, they they were running the whole booth. I mean, after after each oh, person yeah. was doing it, they, they were came holding and it down, wiped it. Uh, absolutely. I mean, they they yeah. wiped all the chairs, wiped all the yep. the microphones and the and the table and everything. Kept 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 everybody uh, safe and clean. Absolutely. Uh, that was a big. Uh, Comic Blues was was great on, yeah, on I, safety and health and everything. I really felt yeah, I felt so. like they did just about as good a job as they as possible. Yeah. You know what I mean for for such a thing, especially coming back. But anyway, um, uh, Perlman had a nice anecdote about how George R. R. Martin was actually yeah. a staff writer for Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And then he went so far as to say, you know, uh, talk about how much he loved his writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I was surprised to find out. Yeah. So that I mean, I'm not. If, if anyone knows me, and I don't think I've ever talked about this, but I could give two shits about Game of Thrones. Yeah, not a fan. Did not climb that bandwagon. Uh, I've don't never ever want to. I tr- I listened to most of the first book. I listened to it. Audio. Gotcha. Uh, incredible audiobook, But yeah, uh, I uh, my trip ended and I didn't go back to it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I listened right. to the car. Oh yeah, but um. I uh, I did love the show up to a point, right? I mean, I Much like everyone thing, else, I'm, then, yeah. I've heard, and then it ruined it. Yeah, yeah. But, no, uh, I could. I've tried watching the first episode like three times, and every time I'm just like, dude, oh, I man, do I not it. care about this. Yeah, I'll never watch but, it again now. But right, the first sure. like five seasons were really good. That's first what I've four, heard. Maybe. But anyway, then, it was yeah, cool yeah. to hear that uh, George R. R. Martin was, you know, yeah. part of that connection there. I mean, who would have thought Ron Perlman and George R. R. Martin? Yeah, like and, two different worlds. And Ron is, uh, I mean, he's a like an actor's actor. Oh like, he yeah, loves. You know, the, that's another thing I was very art. pleasantly yeah. surprised to to find out, uh, to hear from him, yeah. in that he just was like a working actor, and yeah. he didn't care. He just wanted work. He just wanted to go and do it, and like that was it. And he went three years without 
getting a job offer after they canceled Beauty yeah. and the Beast and didn't, you know, just went three years being like, okay, no what one's calling me do? to do the thing that I love doing. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then Guillermo del Toro doesn't even call, writes a letter from Mexico saying, I'm a big fan of you. I think you'd be great in this uh, part. Can I send, you know, can I send you the script? And he was like, well, no one else is offering me anything. So, <laughs> all right. And that's just, man, what a great story. And then, boom, the rest is history. I mean, yep. now he's just like, you know, he's fucking Ron Perlman. Now, yeah. you know? um, so that was really cool. And he was, um, you know, he was uh, his... <laughs> I think he needed a nap. Maybe he was. He yeah, seemed he, a little. Well, he might always need a grumpy nap. <laughs> at first. Yeah. At first, I wondered if he wanted a hug. Yeah, but, um, but uh, it didn't take long for his big personality to come out. Um, even even though it it uh, it may have came off as a little gruff or or tired or whatever. Well, he's great with the fans asking questions. And yeah, and th- yeah, that's he was an absolute gentleman, and uh, well, you know, even, had he, swag, had swag through the roof. Yeah, uh, just was said, cool as hell. He even said, "He goes, you know, I get it. Like when you meet somebody that, oh yeah, you know, you're a huge, you are a, like a huge fan of." He said, "He said he fanboys yeah, out fan, to uh, yeah. Nicholson, Anthony, uh, Anthony Hopkins, um, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, Leo. Yeah, he Leo, threw Leo's yeah. name out there, which is so weird yeah. to think of Ron Perlman being yeah, like, like, wow, Leo.' He's like, you know, I know you. We've spent hours right, together, right. but I don't know. Them. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. like, so I get it. I get right. all aspects of it and getting starstruck and all right. that kind of stuff. So he he seemed like uh you know like a, a true gentleman in that regard. Yeah." for his uh fans you know yeah but it was fans. it was a great a, a great panel it really was um i was also there... saw Danny trejo's panel that was awesome yeah uh, i saw the the mandalorian panel that was great yes you did yeah i very much purposefully avoided that one because we got it. we got there right when that was about to start yeah you did um and In fact, we, I left we the said door. um no thanks <laughs> yeah, i left the door because i was like i was waiting for you at the door and i was like mm-hmm. i gotta go get in line for this well, luckily, so, our press passes gave you VIP access. It did. So it did. That's just how we roll, baby. Yeah, we have press passes. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, no, yeah, we went, and then I went. I waited for the uh, Goku and Vegeta panel that yeah. was right after that. Um, uh, and and they were great too. I got to meet them, and Chris Sabat, uh, the voice of Vegeta himself, and Piccolo and Yamcha, and many other characters from many different animes, um. Asked us, asked me what the movie gap was. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that that was just as cool as it got right there. Yeah, you because yeah. we were wearing, you were wearing uh, our, our was, snazzy Yeah, we polos. were wearing our polos there, if you've seen the post. And, and yeah, and I'm going up there just to, you know, get the autograph, because why the fuck not? When, yeah. you know, when else am I ever going to see him? Got Goku's for free. Snuck in the line there while I was waiting for Vegeta's. Snuck in the line. I guess my blue shirt and my press thing, uh, you know, if, I mean, you know, Sean's never going to listen to this, so I don't think yeah. I have to worry about getting his assistant in trouble. But uh, his assistant, I had my wallet out to, you know, pay for the autograph, and the guy was like, I'm not going to charge you. Just pick a picture. You're fine. Yeah, which like, didn't happen at the other like, table, oh, so I don't okay. know where that yeah. came from. So I, you know, got a free autograph from Goku. That was pretty cool. Got to shoot the shit with him for a second. Very cool. He was a very nice guy. Um, and then, and then, yeah, met Chris Sabat. Thought I was going to ask him all these questions that are were legitimate. Got up there and, much to my surprise, got completely starstruck. <laughs> yeah. Didn't know what to say. You never like, know. You uh, never know. Uh, thank you, Mister Vegeta. <laughs> you know. 
And so, but he was also very cool, took his time with me and with us, saw the thing, saw our, our logo on my shirt, and then says, much to my surprise, you know, Piccolo looks up and goes, so what is the movie gap? And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> okay, Piccolo, I'll tell you, you know, um, so that was very cool. Um there we do have a sound bite of that i hope to get yeah uh, we'll have that updated right through yeah thrown on the board there soon yeah. so anyway it's very cool very neat and uh we we're just uh yeah very appreciative of the whole experience is that right chase yeah absolutely uh you know we we saw uh Dwayne there he was doing a yes. panel from three bam and and uh, rami we, we ran into rami as well and yep. adam i saw rami i don't think you saw adam i did not see adam but i saw rami on <laughs> walked by him not wasn't sure if he was actually there yet or not, but saw a guy with a silver quaff, you know, and uh, and I was like, there's only one man I know that has such a pristine silver quaff, uh, and that's Rami, but uh, I'm not sure if he's even here, so I'm not going to be that guy. <laughs> and then, sure, um, and then sure enough, met him later, and, and it was him, so that yep. was cool. All right. Well, um, before, got a terrific penis. Before we launch right into into playing you the episode, I uh, want to tell you, uh, you know, go check out our website, yeah, uh, crossthestreamsmedia.com. That's where you're going to find all of our episodes, uh, links to our merch and our Patreon and everything like that, uh, as well as all of Thanks, our, yeah. as well as all of our social medias, which are all at the Movie Gap. If you don't already, already right. know. But uh, we actually have uh, a message. You can leave a voicemail. Oh, you yeah. Leave us a voicemail. Uh, we've we've heard one from Larry. Uh, right. Rest right. in peace. Uh, he's probably alive. It remains to be seen. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we heard one from him. Uh, but don't anybody, get me started on it. Anybody can can leave us a voicemail, or okay. you could just uh, send us a message, and we actually have one. Uh, this is from a fan, uh, a fan favorite, a gapper. Okay, yeah. Uh, we'll um, see. Yeah. We'll see which one. That, His name you know. is Eric, and he said, love the content. I listen on Google Podcasts every day. If possible, maybe the movie Christine. Thanks, and continue with the very enjoyable content. Oh, thank you, Eric. Thank you very much, Eric. Yeah. And thank you for listening. Um, I I'm, I know that and Christine. We is, have promised that if people leave comments, we will read them on the air. Yeah. So, and I know Christine Eric, is on the on the go. on the list. Absolutely. So, yeah. And we've we're both out we're of, both pretty big Stephen King heads. Yeah. I've so, seen it. It's great. Yes, um, I have not. Yeah, but we'll, we'll you know it just depends on uh, if it's if it's streaming somewhere around October. Right. And we'll Ooh, put it yeah, in there. that'd be good for Spooktober. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's I think it's on our list in orange. Yeah. You know. Cool. <laughs> Cool. Orange for October. That's right. Well, thank you uh, for commenting, Eric. Please feel free to comment uh, anytime you want. Yeah. Uh, Next time, leave a voicemail. We'd leave a voicemail. Hear, sure. Hear what Absolutely. You, like. you know, uh, be the trailblazer. You know, yeah. maybe there's a bunch of listeners like you out there that are they're just too shy. They're like, oh, but they seem they seem so unreachable. I, you know, like I don't want to. You know, I don't want to presume. No, please yeah. come on. We're you not. Know, we're, we're just like you. We're just like you. We're only, just, we're only people. better. Yeah, exactly. Way better. <laughs> way, way better. You dick. <laughs> uh, no, anyway, but yeah, thank you, Eric. Thank you for uh, uh, trailblazing that there. So everyone else join in. Be like Eric. Leave us a comment and leave us a voicemail at the uh, Cross the Streams Media um, uh, Pod Hub. Yeah. So um, I guess that uh, pretty much wraps up everything I wanted to talk about today. I think it's time we get the show yeah. on the road. You know, uh, and, you know, so stay tuned to listen to the Hellboy episode live on the floor. And, you know, do not forget that coming up very soon, 
is our three-year anniversary that is right around the corner so and we will be doing die hard four well hold on live free or die hard oh gotcha live free or die hard four no there's no four in it well they should have thrown a four in there die hard four of vengeance fatality hard four yeah die hard four vengeance yeah (laughs) is that what you said yeah I like that better. They really missed. They they, they missed the boat there on that one. To die for. Is that the second and fourth movie put together? To die for. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I'm just trying. I'm just, I'm just shooting shit. What's what's the? Hey, I just know that the next Fast and Furious movie. Needs I was to be just about to say Fast Ten. Your seatbelts. Yeah, exactly. That's, I, that's, <laughs> I mean, I have. I since I came up with that joke, that low oh, hanging fruit. I have seen it so, so many times. No, but I want you to know. Bryce, you can attest. It was like yeah. the day. Well, see, now yeah. I'm questioning if you no, if you I, it saw it first, me. you no. son of you. Sne- I know you. You're a sneaky son of a bitch. You. No, I'm not that guy. Oh, boy. okay. We'll see. I'll give credit where credit is due. Oh, we'll see. So. All right, Chaz. Um, okay. Well, without further ado, I think you know we've talked this uh, live episode up. So why don't we uh, get the ball rolling here and let people hear how it went? Yeah. So thanks uh, for listening. Thanks for all those who came out and saw us and. Uh, until the end of this episode, Nom in Space. In the dark, I heard your voice. What did you say? I said, Hey, you, on the other side, let her go. Because for her, I will cross over. And then you'll be sorry. That's right. We watched Hellboy this week on the Movie Gap, the podcast that has you scream. How have you not seen that? 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 Get that out of my face. How have you not seen that? Hey, little darling, how have you not seen that? How have you not seen that? Welcome. Welcome to our show. Live rendition, just for you guys. That's how we do it live. I am your host, Chase Austin. And as always, half a dead man that has come back to tell me the way in a language I don't speak. Bryce Perkins. What's up, everybody? Well, ready Bryce, to go. I don't know about you. I, I'm absolutely ready to go. Um, super excited to be here live at Comic Palooza 2021. Um, we chose to do the movie Hellboy. And Bryce, why don't you tell us a little bit why we chose to do that movie? Um, well, because, I mean, let's not bury the lead, because we have a very special guest for you guys here today. Everybody put your hands together for... Mr. Ron Perlman, come on out. <laughs> Thank you. No, you know, he's not. He's not no, but he not, is here, though. He will but be like, here wouldn't at that be so cool if he did? But, like, what if he came out like, right now? Well, but, no. no, okay. It's not happening. Well, uh, Bryce, you had never seen Hellboy before. That's as, right. As per the course That's with right. this podcast. So you watched it last night, correct? Yes. All right. Well, why, uh, before we get, like, right into it, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you knew about Hellboy before yeah. you saw it? Uh-huh. And um, what, uh, what, why you didn't, why you hadn't seen it before? I should say. Uh, so I knew it was based off of a uh, comic book, and uh, I knew Ron Perlman was in it, uh-huh. and I knew that uh, it yeah. had something to do with uh, 
you know, like a devil looking guy. Yeah. And he had a big hand. That's correct. And I yeah. hadn't seen it because I am uh, a proud, upstanding member of the Christian community <laughs> and uh, would never invite such uh, demonic things into my life. Um, all right. All right. And uh, <laughs> just kidding. God isn't real. <laughs> anyway. Right. Okay. Too soon? Okay. Yeah. All right. All so right. Uh, yeah. You ready for the newbie synopsis? Oh, yeah. All right. So you have one minute after having seen this movie one time, you're going to give us your synopsis of the movie. Are you ready? Yes. Go. Nazis doing bad things with the occult. Portal opens. Red monkey thing jumps out. Man takes pity on it. Gives it baby Ruth. Takes care of it. It uh, stops demons and monsters uh, in the future. And uh, it falls in love with a human girl. Uh, I think she's human. And, um, and then it's mostly about that. He falls in love with a girl. It's mostly about that. All right. You, had, uh, you did 30 seconds. That's uh, pretty much well, we a, a, record. Short, a short uh, a record. Yeah. Everything's, everything's a little shorter today. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, let's get right into it, Bryce. Okay. Uh, Hellboy. What, I've got notes. What are your notes on this one? Let's get into it. Um, well, you know, uh, like, uh, so many things, it starts with, uh, you know, as I mentioned in the newbie synopsis, it starts, uh, with, uh, Nazis, which yes. seems to be the, every great the movie thing. starts yeah, with the Nazis. Right. Um, the, they're like the best, the best at being the bad guy, every nefarious that, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you can attach the go-to anything, bad guy you can attach for any negative thing to a Nazi. Creation. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, they're also into the occult. Right. And exactly. like Hitler didn't die then. He died later. Exactly. He was a zombie or yeah. And, and you're into you, it. You mentioned Nazis and then everything suddenly makes sense. Yeah. So, and on top of that, Rasputin, which is pretty cool, too. Oh, yeah. So that was actually really cool that Rasputin was like the main bad guy, <laughs> you know, uh, was not expecting that. Uh, but that was really cool, um, especially since that was a real person. Uh, so to take him to like take the, the myth behind him and kind of play on that was really cool, I thought. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, I thought it um, was a really cool. I knew like knowing nothing about this origin story. I thought it was very uh, it was a very cool uh, story to get into and to learn about. Um, I didn't know what to expect, um, but I liked um, how it kicked off and uh, where it took off from there. So. I was definitely very excited about that. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, another thing I want to talk about is Benicio Del Toro. No. Uh, nope. <laughs> Guillermo Del Toro. Guillermo Del Toro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this, uh, he directed this. This was the first movie he directed after Blade 2. Yeah. And he oh, had been wanting to okay. do this one for years. And he had worked with uh, Ron Perlman before on Kronos. Okay. And uh, he had always had Ron Perlman in mind for uh, this uh, film. Yeah, you know, so. actually, I did want to ask that. Um, what other things might I know Ron Perlman from? Um, I don't, and I, I don't watch movies very yeah, much. Yeah, the, the CBS Beauty and the Beast, so. or early Sorry, 90s, Ron. late 80s, uh, Sons of Anarchy. Um, okay. Kronos was a, a movie that you probably I mean, before Hellboy, seen. though. Oh, was, that he, was this like his, was this the thing that made him sort of a household name? I don't even know if that's, I think it would be Sons of Anarchy is probably what he's most famous for now. Well, sure, now. But. but yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I don't know that this is like that Hellboy made him a household name. Sure. Because it was not a huge, huge movie. I mean, it's a it's actually, big you know, what I think made him a household name is that meme where they compare him to that cat. Have you <laughs> yeah, seen that? Yeah. yeah. That's, That's probably where I really first learned yeah. about Ron 
Ron Perlman. I was like, man, that cat really does look like that guy, you know. But anyway, um, and I've known him since I was. I've always known about Ron Perlman because I used to watch the the reruns of the CBS Beauty and the Beast. Okay, and he played the Beast in that opposite Linda Hamilton. Really? Yeah. Oh, very interesting. Okay, so he's kind of typecast in playing beastly, yeah, beastly you roles. Can say huh? that. You can yeah, say that. cool. Um, he had a uh, uh, big uh, Ted Danson vibes. Did you get that same feel? The entire um, time, uh, like when they finally showed him, you know, like at Ron Perlman as Hellboy. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was like, dang, what? Who does he remind me of? Like he had this like essence of something. And uh, then I realized it was Ted Danson, dude. You could have put never, Ted Danson in the movie. I've never seen Ron without Perlman makeup. Thought, hmm, Ted Danson, dude. No, no, in this makeup, dude. I'm okay. Serious. You know, like, now that you're saying it, it, I can kind you of see where you're coming from. You could just no. replace him. You could deep fake him with Ted Danson, and it wouldn't be any different. You would think you were just watching. Uh, uh, Hellboy. I think I'm, I've been hanging yeah. out with you too long because I can actually see that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I just thought that was interesting. It's where my brain goes when I watch these things. <laughs> you saw Hellboy. And you thought Ted Danson. He's looking like Ted Danson right now. But also, I don't know. He uh, the character of Hellboy was a lot more like um, uh, chill. Yeah. Than I thought he was. Well, they be. they talk about him being, uh, you know, basically a, a teenager or a late early twenties or whatever. Yeah. Right. He ages they so said much he's slower. Basically in his twenties. Yeah. So, but you know, he had this whole like, yeah, I'm the cool guy. He's very sarcastic. Yeah, and that that comes straight from the comics as well. Right, right. Yeah. When did the comic uh, book first appear? I'm not know? certain. I want to say it was in the 90s. I know 90s. it's a Dark Horse comic, which is like the it's yeah. You, know, you got your Marvel and your DC, and then it's Dark Horse after that. Yeah, there like, seems to the be next like biggest one. There seems to have been like it's a got Sin um, City and and the Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That like those are some of the Dark Horse comics. Oh, okay, very cool. And was, then Hellboy was Spawn. A dark horse? Spawn? I don't know. I think. Does anyone know is, Spawn was a dark horse? Spawn? It was? Dark. Image. Oh, image. image. Oh, gotcha. Thank okay. you. Thank you, sir. I knew somebody out here would know. Um, right. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, there seems like I remember growing up, there was like a shift from like the whole like Superman, Batman yeah. aesthetic of the superhero to like, hey, I'm that cool, grungy superhero that doesn't care, man, you know, and he was another one of those, you know. Well, and, and and Hellboy, like all of the the Dark Horse ones, the 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 com uh, the artists and the the writers or whatever kind of own their characters a lot, if not completely, like they own it more than with the other like Marvel and DC stuff. So, and it, uh, I, Dark Horse also has a lot of the darker, like sure, it goes along with the name, but yeah, the darker, scarier kind of right, grittier, more comics. complicated yeah, so heroes. Same thing that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, more complicated heroes. Um, but yeah, I liked it though. I mean, Ron Perlman was amazing. Let's just get this out of the way. Ron Perlman was great in this oh, movie. Yeah. He was absolutely perfectly cast. Uh, I kind of want to watch the DK Harbor one now, just to just to get a comparison. DK Harbor? Yeah, that's his name, right? No. Uh, what's his name then, Chase? Now I now tell I'm me, David. Yeah, David Harbor. David oh, Harbor. he goes by DK on Instagram. Anyway, oh. loser. You know, <laughs> like, it's what? not my fault. You don't follow him on Instagram. So anyway, uh. No, uh, uh, what'd you say his name was? David? David, David Harbour, yeah. I kind of want to watch that one. And you knew what I was talking well, about you need at to the see very the second, beginning. You need so to see you the second one of these. You need to see the second uh, Ron Perlman one okay. before you move on to that. Because the second one of the, the, is even better than this one, I think. But Okay, I, I was watching the previews for that after that. I'm, I'm interested yeah. in the whole... I'm sucked into the franchise now. Yeah, it's, This, this it's, movie wasn't without its flaws, but um, well, it, it the has story that, uh, sucked me in, though. It I has think that I'm, feel of like an early 2000s comic book movie where it's not like super over the top on, on like you have to be into the world and you have to get experience like it, it, it is a great introduction to it but uh -huh. it does go deeper than like say the the first x-men movie 
you know, where it was like a little bit. Yeah, sure. Still like almost like the Batman 89 movie or something like that, where it was like, oh, you know, these characters, but this is just something we do with them. Like okay. This does feel like a world that's lived in. And there's more questions that you have about it without being lost as well. Okay. You know? So yeah, sure, sure, sure. And the, and the second one really gets into that a lot too. Oh, okay. Like it goes real a lot deeper. Okay. Very good. So have you watched the David Harbor one? I have not seen that one yet. Okay. I mean, the reviews looked kind of okay. If it's free somewhere, I'll watch it. Yeah, eventually. sure. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't have things to do. So I was, um, very pleasantly surprised by the appearance of Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah. In this. Movie. And he was a, he was a last minute ad. The guy who was supposed to play that part, like just didn't show up. Really? And so they called him in to, to play that part. And that guy was Jeffrey Tambor. Oh, oh no. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. No, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So Brad Pitt, no show, no call. Right. Right. Wow. That's that's interesting. Uh, so he so because he, they didn't have on set. He could have had him. such a career. You know, he blew it. Never know. Yeah. Um, no, I love Jeffrey Tambor, though. I mean, obviously, Arrested Development and stuff. He also yeah. made an appearance in uh, the He's Golden canceled. Girls. Did He's you know canceled. That, that, that uh, Jeffrey Tambor was in the Golden Girls for an episode. So was Quentin Tarantino. Are you serious? Yeah. He was an Elvis impersonator. Really? Let's keep moving. Okay, great. <laughs> um, uh, David Hyde Pierce as the voice. Yeah, of, so, uh, so that, that's an interesting thing. So Doug Jones played Abe, Abe Sapien. Yeah. Uh, and you, you know, Doug, I've, we've talked about Doug Jones before. You probably know him best from Star Trek Discovery. Uh-huh. Uh, oh played, yeah. Uh, oh okay. Yeah. Very his character's cool. Name. Right. But, All right. Uh, but he's also he does a lot of creature work, a lot of that kind of stuff. So he played Abe Sapien, and the studio wanted like a name to be the voice of Abe Sapien. And David Hyde Pierce came in to do that. And while he was like recording the, uh, the voiceover stuff, he was like, "Why am I doing this? This guy's voice is perfect, and his performance is amazing. I'm yeah. just copying it." Right. And uh, to the point where he refused to do it. And the second one and made uh, made them take Doug oh, Jones' very voice. Cool. Very so, cool. Uh, class yeah, that's, act. That's really. Yeah, it is a class act because he could have gotten a lot of money for doing nothing. But I know. Yeah, exactly. He was yeah. like, this is not fair to him. <laughs> yeah. So, very cool. And if you hear Doug Jones's voice, like even when you're watching the second one, it sounds exactly the same. Like he's doing he, David Hyde Pierce is just copying him uh -huh. to make that, that voice of Abe Sapien. I was going to say, because he does his own voice for his character in. Um, in Discovery, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like the same exact yeah, yeah. voice. Just with, that's uh, that's yeah. freaking crazy. He just puts on a little accent. That's for weird. It. Um, yeah. But I can see a studio like taking a chance on a, you know, indie well, comic yeah, or whatever, it, wanting to get as many big names as yeah, they can. Yeah. And, and, you know, Doug Jones is not, uh, especially in 2004, like he had not been uh, wide stream known as, as well as he is now for all the different parts that he's played. But he really is just so talented at, at physicalization of characters. And then he yeah. also is, he can also do the voice of it. Right. You know? I mean, he's right. a, he's a great actor. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the fact that he just always, uh, or not always, but mostly acts under, you know, eight inches of prosthetics is even crazier, you know? Right. Absolutely. So. I was going to say, he seems to uh, have a knack for playing characters where you can't even tell what he actually looks like as yeah. a, a real human. He's also uh, has an act for playing characters, uh, in movies that you can't tell why you're watching it like the bye-bye man <laughs> oh i don't get that reference yeah it's but a it's a terrible movie did what did guillermo del toro do uh the shape of water too am i yes, mistaken and doug jones played okay the, the fish creature in that yeah i mean basically is, it's the uh, same character yeah with the eggs and so yeah. you've seen that one no i haven't but oh. <laughs> I've, I've seen the pictures of that fish man in that yeah. movie and yeah. i was watching this and i was like wait a second this is this is shape of water one yeah, it, you know? that this is where a lot of that came from the Abe Sapien character, and and then also uh, Guillermo del Toro. Did, did Guillermo del Toro write Shape of Water? Yeah, 
I'm pretty sure he did, right? Sounds like you can uh, look that up for me. But he sounds um, like he owes a little money to uh, you know the writer of Hellboy, Bing- Bingola. Or, yeah. yeah, but uh, he also did uh, Pants Labyrinth. And oh, right, I was yeah, gonna say, no, was, yeah. Oh, yeah, here's what oh, well, I, I saw was. that one in theaters. Uh, Guillermo del Toro has an obsession with. He did write it. Okay, that's what I thought. Wow. Guillermo del Toro is Plagiarism. obsessed with cinema, obviously. Yes, that's why he makes such good films. And then he also is very uh, loves horror. And specifically the universal horror. And Hello. he um, like his house is like decked out with horror uh, memorabilia and stuff like that. But his so the the Gill man uh, really influenced uh-huh. his his from the creature of the Black Lagoon. Oh, OK. Uh, that influenced Shape of Water as well. Gotcha. And, okay. it, you know, you could tie it into the Abe Sapien. It's kind of the same creature. Yeah, right, right. As, as well, Abe we'll Sapien let it pass. So. then. We won't, anyway. we won't take legal action. No. That's well, good. we wouldn't yeah. have we wouldn't okay. be able to. <laughs> um, we have no no dog in that fight. Speak for yourself. We have no fish monster um, in that fight. So, yeah, um, you know, he files his horns down to fit in. That's yeah. touching. Yep. That's sweet. He's he's really like a very uh, emo. Yeah, he he's really emo. is. Yeah, he's, he's totally emo. Well, and I love uh, so his his creature design or his character design is, is very true to the comics. The only thing that they didn't really do is in the comics, he has cloven feet. Yeah, and then in the, and it was just easier to just like let's well, put him in boots. Uh huh. Yeah, you know, but yeah. Well, they 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 also they when they were designing the creature for you know Ron, they were going to make they were going to take the hand and put it on his left hand because you know it's a giant prosthetic fist, so you can't really do a lot with it. Yeah, and so they were going to put it on his left hand so he could use his right hand, you know, uh-huh. as a dominant hand. But it turned out that Ron Perlman is left-handed, left-handed. Very so nice. it worked out a cool. lot better. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's something you uh, need to consider when you're uh, casting Hellboy. You For know? sure. The left handedness of, of the person. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Uh, that means you and uh, my wife could play Hellboy. That's right. Probably and, better than David and my wife. Oh, and, and your wife. Yeah. Why am I the only person that's not left handed? Yeah. So you need to. I guess that's why I'm all right. Yeah, take that I'm up always with God. Right. I'm always right. Pun anyway. and right. <laughs> I Very good, you. Chaz. Very good. All right. Um, so. I liked all right the relationship between him and uh, Jeffrey Rush's uh, um, Broom, Doctor Broom. Oh, uh, that's was, not Jeffrey Rush. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, John Hurt. John Hurt. Yeah. yeah, you knew what I meant. Which we just lost so, him. Rest in peace. He just died. Yeah, John I Hurt did. Like last year, right, or a year before last? I think it was. Everything last year is 2019. So, <laughs> yeah, I think he died in 2019. Oh, wow. But uh, what he is going to be on an co- upcoming episode, Chris, we're going to be doing The Elephant Man. Oh, it was 2017. Oh, right. So he's been dead. He's bones now. Yeah. He plays The Elephant Man. Yeah. In oh, the, okay. In the 1980 wow. Elephant Man. Very cool. So. Um, yeah, no, uh, the the relationship there between Hellboy and him, that father and son thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, was very well done, I thought. Uh, very neat. Uh, I love the line. Thought of so much to wear. I love the like, line where the, at the beginning of it when, it when you're first meeting Hellboy and he's like, You'll have to go see him or whatever. He's, or you're not coming with me. He goes, no, he's been he's been grounded. He's not speaking to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> grounded. Yeah, he's been grounded. Yeah. Um, well, no, I mean they do it even further where whenever they're out and about or whatever, and and uh, Broom shows up, he hides his cigar behind his back. Yeah, he's like, like he like doesn't da- want to yeah, let his dad know he's that he smoking. smokes. <laughs> you know, he's like he's a demon. You know. Um, <laughs> So yeah, that was like that was touching, you know, cute, very well done, very well portrayed, I thought. Um and you know, John Hurt is just awesome, right? Oh I mean, man, he he's is an incredible actor. Yeah, absolutely. Um 
So also in the original Alien, he was the guy who had the chest. Uh, oh right, chest burst yeah. out of him. Or yeah. the face sucker burst out of his chest. Burster burst out of his chest. Whatever. Yeah. Uh huh. It burst yeah. out the chest. Um. Okay, so uh, what was the deal with him touching the rails and, and creating electricity? Electric- well, the third rail is the electrified rail on a subway. Okay. So when you touch that, you get electrified. Oh, and so he was, it oh, that's through what he him said. And, oh, and I was he, like, dude, what the hell? His fire, hand and he's like, has, I don't uh, burn. His hand has electric yeah, powers now? No. Because I don't know nothing about oh. his, you know what I mean? So it's like, what's good? I don't know, know like, I don't know about of science. The specifics <laughs> of his, yeah, I, mean, I didn't know any of the specifics yeah. of his. No, that's the third rail. Powers. That's what makes a subway go. But it was, it so was, that was uh, not, that was not comic book canon. That was just like the world. Right. I'm going to get back to you on that one. Uh, I'm going to have to look into that. I'm going to have to look into that. I'm going to have to look into that. But um, I will say that, uh, you know, you find out much later that uh, it was very necessary for him to say the line, I'm fireproof, I'm fireproof and yeah. you're not. Um, that is the, it gets so, that's that Guillermo writing, you know, that Del Toro uh, writing. Just, is you, know, you set it up. You yep, set it up exactly, and it moves along. Exactly. Um, okay, so uh, let's talk about John Myers. Kind of a douche. Not yeah. a very, uh, <laughs> not many redeeming qualities, especially for a guy that's supposed to be pure of heart. Well, and I, like they he spent wasn't... all that time setting him up to be this. This he's the right one. He's the only one that can take care of Hellboy, and he tries to quit. And then when he can't, <laughs> steals. Tries to steal his girl. <laughs> well, I don't know if he really was trying to steal his girlfriend, but like I mean, it did kind of seem that way. Yeah, like it time. wasn't. Yeah, and then and then even when they're like walking around when it's all perilous and stuff, and they're trying to find those eggs and everything, he's like he's like, hey, uh, I know that we're about to die, but uh, do you got feelings for me or what? You know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Like a hole, dude. So I don't see why he's um, a very good sidekick, but uh, I'm sure it explains more in the second movie. I don't know. Maybe don't you remember, can tell me more about that. I mean, I, I remember more of Abe Sapien and stuff like that in the second movie. And then yeah. there's a whole other guy. It's a. Uh, we'll talk about that. There's more stuff about, about a- Abe Sapien in the second movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Very cool. Um. Let's see. Um. Uh, okay. So the assassin. What was his name? Uh, Kreutzmann or whatever. Oh, the the, the, the the robot guy, yeah, or the, yeah, the, with the yeah. sand in his blood, yeah, yeah, uh huh, yeah. So many, so many unnecessary blade flips. He does a lot. He does a lot just for one swipe, you know. But it looks it, cool. It does look cool, but it reminded me of Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Yeah, you know, if you need to shoot, <laughs> shoot. Don't yeah. talk. He's doing a lot of talking. Well, he wasn't doing any talking. Well, but his blades were doing the talking. Yeah. But it was a little just just stab him already. You know you're gonna win. You know what I well, mean? Well, you think about that, but then you're like, why wouldn't they just shoot him? And then when they do, he doesn't, it doesn't affect him. So it's like, yeah, if you're, if you can't die, like show off too. That's a good point. That is fair. I mean, it does look cool. It's just like, a why, why kick a guy in the balls when you like kick the guy in the balls and steal his girlfriend? That's what he's doing. Right. Like much like John Myers. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. And then, you know, he met his uh, poetic death, right? Yeah. By being impaled. After impaling so many people. Oh, um, yeah. When yeah. they dropped the, the gear on him. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he also fell into the. the well, and we didn't, of, you know, we didn't even talk about the uh, the uh, the hell dog, the, the respawning dogs. Not yet. I was going to get into oh, that, they, but we can't get into that. Well, I thought they had already happened, but uh, I really oh, right. what are we I really like those beat? those feet, those fight scenes in the like subway and everything yeah. where uh they do a nice mix of practical uh-huh. and uh, CG, uh-huh. you know, which like I wish that we would see more of that now. And like even I could deal with even less CG. But being from 2004, the graphics or the visuals in this movie really hold up. 
Yeah. And a part of it is because of how much uh, practical effects they use. But even the like the the just full on CG fight scenes between Hellboy and the, and the Saruman or I forget what the name of the dog Sammy. is. Sammy. Yeah, Sammy. Samael. Um, there it is. Samael. Yeah. yeah the, just between those two, like it looks good. Yeah, I mean, it really. I was really surprised uh, at how well it hold, held up. The only like real kind of like uh, cheesy CGI in the movie was really just the first appearance of Baby Hellboy. Yeah, well, you know there I mean? was even some practical effects in that in that uh, Baby Hellboy. Oh, were there? Yeah. Oh, like when he was holding him and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, like. Yeah, when other he's running around. That, when yeah. I first saw him running around and stuff, I was like, uh oh, here we go, 2004 CG. Yep. You know, uh oh, but um, but the rest of it, I mean, even. Even the uh, Abe Sapien when he was in the water. Uh, well, and most of the time that was Doug Jones in in a like being suspended by wires. No, yeah, yeah, you know? no, I did get that. But when you first meet him, that's yeah, totally that's, CG yeah. and all that stuff. When he's like really having to swim around, yeah, you know, and be acrobatic sure. in the water. But it, I mean, it does hold up uh, uh, to uh, uh, Del Toro's credit. I thought. Yep. Uh, you know what I mean. So uh, so that was good. Uh, but yeah, the the practical effects, though, there's a lot of um, he has this like very specific touch with his uh, practicals uh-huh. that where Yeah, where it looks almost claymation like or something. Uh, the way that it moves, it looks like Tim I mean, there was there was a lot of that in this. Uh-huh. Uh, I think like you're specifically with uh, the hand. And I don't know if that's yeah, just, like, I know. what the, the mechanisms in it or whatever. Right. But yeah, every time they did a close up, which they only did it a couple of times. But whenever they did, they showed the hand moving. It looked. Yeah, it looked like it was claymation or something like mm-hmm. that. But I'm sure it wasn't. But but he does that in a, like all of his movies. Yeah. So I wonder what that. I just wonder what that. You're technique right. They, is. That does show up a lot in like Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. Yeah. Big time where they, it just has this like it's very stylized animated yeah. movement. But in, not but in a you don't know if it actually is. Or not. An, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah so. Uh, so plenty of Del Toro's visual touches in this movie, and you know, could you think of a better director for uh, for this movie uh, to to kick off the franchise? I don't know. Well, if yeah, I, and he, you know, like I said, I he wrote I really could. he wrote this with uh, the uh, actual Hellboy uh, writer Mingola, Chris, Christopher Mingola, I think. Mingola. Yeah, Mingola. Oh, I had it right here. Yeah, but anyway. Um, so yeah. So what else uh, did you want to say before we start to wrap this up? Um, uh, I really liked the Abe Sapien character. Had no idea about him because whenever you're hearing about the movie, yeah. Oh, so you'd never even seen no, him. No, yeah. when he showed up, I was like, "Is he a bad guy?" You know, I had no idea about him, uh, and he was kind of giving me bad vibes at first. And he was like, "I know everything about you, John Myers, and I read four books at a time." You know. I was like, oh, I yeah, I can't trust this guy. <laughs> Bryce, like somebody's reading yeah. bad vibes. No, yeah, bad vibes. Don't need that. And um, unless it's the Bible, I will trust you if you're reading the Bible. <laughs> um, but um, oh, that's right. Uh, speaking of Hellboy, there's Hellgirl right there. Oh, yeah. All right. See you later. She's not a- uh, <laughs> uh, we're, at, we're live at Comic Palooza, people, uh, for people listening at home. Um, yeah, I was really digging that character, though. Once he came around, very cool character. I liked him a lot. And I also liked how um, Hellboy had a soft spot for kittens. Yeah. Or for cats, but, you know. And then, of course, like in the big fight <laughs> in the subway when there, there had to be a basket About, of kitties. Ba- yeah. You know, well, also, he was like, like, oh, like that basket, save them. that basket of cats was like, that was strays. Like in right, a basket. Right, right, like, right. She's like, but my, then she was my not, babies. Yeah. And that was, I don't know. She, Lady, you just found those cats. Well, and then it was weird that he like went and like protected the cats, but 
I feel like they were out of the way of danger, and he picked uh-huh. them up and like was holding them to make sure they stayed out of danger in danger. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, at one point, I was like, she might have thought he just stole those cats. Yeah, yeah, totally. To, like, go eat those cats. Absolutely, yeah. All um, right. Yeah, so the only real uh, big thing that I want to talk about is the ending of this movie. I think this the only flaw is how this movie ended. Are you talking like where the uh, creature comes out of Rasputin after they stab him, or are you talking further along? Before that. Oh, we'll before just call that. it the the uh, the climax. Okay. Okay, if you will. Where it all comes to a head, and, and uh, he's locked up. Starting from when he's locked up. All right. Okay. It kind of felt like there was a lot of stuff left on the cutting room floor or something. Like, it just... Well, there is, oh, there is a director's it just, cut. It just moved along, like, out of nowhere. Yeah. It just started going, okay, well, I'm free now. Okay, well, I'm going to do this. And then he's like, oh, wait, I remember who I am. Thanks, John. Kill you. Oh, now there's a big creature. Bombs. I mean, that's, you that's, know. You know, that's stuff from the, the comic. Right, and it but is, like, it didn't. I, I know that I spent seen, all that time with character development and relationship development. And then it felt like when it came to, like, the actual action of what Hellboy does. Yeah. They were just like, all right, let's get this over with so that they can kiss at the end. <laughs> and I can have that I mean, shot yeah. of the blue flames. Well, being I know that the blue I, I know that there is a director's cut that is substantially longer, and uh, I have seen that. I don't think that it extends that anymore than than what really? was already there. Yeah, That's so, so weird, but they man. do get more into like I said. The, the, this is very introductory Hellboy mythology, sure. and like this movie, like. Uh, got people into into comics and stuff because of, yeah. of that. Well, no, uh, I, mean, I, I, I mean, when I was after this movie came out, like I was in college, uh-huh. and I remember one of the guys. Uh, I had to like do box office for like some theater hours. Yeah, and one of the guys that I was doing the box office with was one of the seniors, and he was like bidding on comic on Hellboy comic books, and he's uh-huh. like, "Don't tell anybody I got into this. It's real nerdy, but I saw the Hellboy movie, and now I've been buying all the Hellboy comics." Oh wow, nice. Yeah, so. Well, but shoot, yeah. man, I saw the. I want to watch all the movies at least, you yeah, know, and just see I, even the DK Harbor one, you know, DK Harbor. Yeah. Look, look it up on Instagram. I, I believe you. All right. I believe um, you. The animated corpse was really cool, but yeah, dude, like, um, I don't know. I just felt like I, they I did such a good yeah. job of building uh, the relationships with the characters, and that's fine. But then, yeah, when it and I feel it like just, I feel like that is like, a, a lot of sign of like you know the early two thousands with those comic book movies. There's so much depth in in the storytelling yeah. of the of comics and stuff like that that sometimes it has to get rushed but see i was enjoying the movie i was enjoying the movie enough to where like i would not have minded another hour if they would <laughs> yeah. have taken their or 30 minutes at least if they would have taken their time to make it to make the action that and much I, more epic you yeah, know what and I mean? like i think they would have done that now right yeah you know, they right. would have taken that time but you know back then it was if you're making a PG-13 horror, I mean, not horror film, a comic book movie, hour and a half, that's that's your time. Because we want to yeah. have it shown in theaters as many right. times as possible. Yeah. And it being a yeah. launching of a franchise. Yeah. But it was just, it was hilarious because Rasputin was like, now you've birthed a god. And this yeah. giant god, a supposed god comes out and he's like, eh, throw a couple bombs at it. Uh, he'll take bombs, care of that. <laughs> he, I mean, he got swallowed, but, you know, there, yeah. but whatever, dude. It's a god. And human bombs are going to kill it. I thought that was whack. So anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it was cool. He's emo as hell. Um, Selma Blair as uh, as Liz was, uh, you know, she, she's always great. She she did great. She was actually in the episode of Friends that I saw last. Yeah, like the last new episode of Friends, or not new episode, the reunion. The, yeah, the, no, the episode of Friends that I saw the last of it. Like I've seen all of Friends many times. Yeah, but for some reason I missed that episode that she was in uh-huh. until like 
15 years after watching it over and over again, all of yeah. a sudden I was like, I don't remember this episode ever happening. And I saw it and she was in it. All right. Well, there you go. It was kind of it was a, Selma Blair. It was like a backdoor clip episode. So like that's oh, probably boy. why I skipped it a lot. That barely counts. But anyway. um, so, yeah, my last my last note was as the credits were rolling, I was like, wait a second. What happened to Jeffrey Tambor's character? And I was writing the note down <laughs> right when it cut to him being like, hey, guys, uh, I'm still here. Uh, I'm still here. I was like, oh, <laughs> So I was about to like deduct major points that they just left him out. Yeah, yeah. I was like, because they did not wrap his. So they just left him there. Now that's, you know, you know th that might actually be one of my favorite like comic book post credit sequences. Oh yeah, totally. It, it was wraps great. it up. What a, what a great way. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So 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 added points to uh, to him for that. What's up, Dwayne? We have a special guest oh, from there. Cross Streams Media here. Dwayne Lusby, everybody, give him a hand. All right. Um. So, yeah, that's my final note there. I was about to deduct like 20,000 points off the movie for that, but it actually ended up gaining three points uh, because he did, <laughs> he did retcon yeah. it. So, so it was very good. Um, yeah, that's about all I have to say in the, uh, in the limited time we have here. Yeah, uh, before we get into our last few segments, I actually do have uh, a fun one for the alternate titles on this one. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, so, in a lot of countries or in several countries, you cannot have a the title of a movie have the word hell or devil in it. Like Daredevil right. in 2001 wasn't even allowed to come out in a lot of countries because it said devil. Yeah. So they changed the name of this movie to uh, Super Sa Sapiens. Oh, very cool. That was the name of it. Okay, that makes sense. I just like, I love alternate titles yeah. for some reason. Alternate so. titles like that. All Super right. Sapiens. So you're ready for the numbers. All right. Yes. This movie, you want to take a stab at what the budget was? The estimated budget? Mm, I'm gonna guess it was like upwards of a hundred million. Sixty-six million. Okay, so much less. Yeah. Okay. All right. So opening weekend. What do you think? Um, I want to say this. Uh, I remember it like being kind of a big deal when it came out. Um, I'm gonna say it did pretty good. I'm gonna say at least like thirty-five. 35 million? No, 23.1 million. So, ooh. Still a pretty good opening. It's not a bad can opening, I, but can not, I still be on the pot? No, you uh well, let's see. Am you, I eliminated? You ready for this one? Okay. All right. This is the domestic gross. US, okay. US and Canada. Yeah. All right. On a 66 million dollar budget, what did it make domestic gross? Um, I'm gonna say it definitely made its money back. I'm gonna say it made 111.6 million. Ooh, you have chose Poorly. Oh my gosh! This is a scam. Fifty nine a million. Oh, fifty nine point six. Make its so money it did not, back. Not not domestically. And they still made a second one. Well, worldwide, it ended up pulling it, oh, pulling yeah, it well, off. Yeah. So, what do you think the combined worldwide is? Uh, two hundred six point three million. Ninety nine point three. Okay. <laughs> so it was not like a smash hit. See, I liked it though. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to give it credit. Well, and that's why you know the two came out. Two, I think, did better. Uh, a lot of people liked it more. I think I like it more. I, I haven't watched it in like eight or nine years. I know that I rented it on Redbox when it came out, and I got, had to buy it because I left it in McCown's car instead of returning oh, nice. it. $30 well spent. Yeah, I think it was like $40 because it was a oh, Blu-ray. Wow. Oh. Yeah, so, oh, that's where you messed up. Yeah, I know. But um, so anyway, the second one came out, and I, you know, it did better, but not enough to get a, a third one and they were always working to get a third one done um, uh -huh. i don't know if that's like instead they rebooted in, it yeah it's probably not ever going to happen now sure but you know i do know that in 2014 
I guess we'll um, find out at uh, Perlman's yeah, uh, panel. Yeah, you ask him that, at, uh, yeah, ask him that question. Can ask him that, yeah. Well, I know that in, in 2014, uh, Ron put like had the makeup all professionally put back on to do a, a Make-A-Wish for uh, oh, very cool. a sick kid. And like he went and visited him as Hellboy. And then oh, they, wow. the uh, makeup artist came and made up that kid like as a professional little Hellboy. And they were like, oh, wow. out together all day. Yeah, it's really cool. Oh, very touching. Google that. There's some awesome pictures of that. Very so. cool. Awesome. All right. Well, um, before we I also like that, the kids like make a wish was like, I want to see the yeah, devil. Yeah. yeah the devil. <laughs> That's cool. All right. Anyway. So you ready for your rating? Yes, I am. It's the moment we've all been waiting for. Right, folks? <laughs> Woo. OK, we get off stage. All right. Uh, so uh, I'm just going to say out of 10 um, demon dog eggs. Uh, which was in the movie. Yep, okay. Yep. Yep. I'm going to give this movie 7.5 Demon Dog A's, which is it sounds low, but it's really good for me. OK, because <laughs> listen, the ending, if the ending was a little more fleshed out, I would it would have been at least an eight. We'll have to 8. do the 5. second one. I, I think that, that we, I think we yeah, I was looking at the previews of that um, and it does look very interesting, but I'm going I got to You know, I got to stay consistent, Chaz. If, if I'm anything, it's consistent. Yeah. And uh, so I'm going to go 7.5, Demon Dog Eggs. All right. All right. All right. Well, do you have anything else that you want to get into? Uh, can we guess how much people are charging for their, <laughs> no. their picture taken with <laughs> no, them? Okay, no, we're not going to do that. All right. Fine. Um, no, I think that's about it for me. Well, uh, I think this we've is a, a the norm, normally, here. Yeah, normally at this time we would do our reboot recast. We've talked a little bit about the fact that they have already rebooted it, so they have recast right. it. But I think that... Uh, we can still give our own. Our yeah. own. Well, I think that I'm going to go with what you said, and as of today, recasting it, Hellboy is Ted Danson. Ted Danson? Yeah, Ted That's Danson. That's who I would choose to. He doesn't even need the makeup. <laughs> he doesn't even need the makeup. Okay? So, yeah, yeah I the, think the, the production Danson. costs are cut in half off of that alone. <laughs> You know? And you know, just you know, you don't even need the the red makeup because you just digitally alter it. Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, yeah. um, thank you for joining us this week. Oh, uh, and, uh, for our and Liz show. is um, Julia Garner. Oh, Julia Garner, your favorite. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, let's put um, um, wow, Evan Peters in there too. Yeah, I remember who that is. Now. <laughs> yeah, I remember who that is this time. All right, so uh, we have been the Movie Gap. You can find us uh, at crossthestreamsmedia.com. That's where you can find all of our episodes, uh, all of our links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, which is also at the Movie Gap. Uh, so we have we've been doing this podcast for three years as of like next week. So um, yeah, happy Thank birthday you. to us. Uh, so yeah, if you uh, like what you heard today or you didn't, give us another chance and go check out one of the 156 <laughs> other episodes we have. And guess what? We're right. going to keep making them. So um, we love to hear from you and uh, thank you for coming and enjoy the rest of your comic Valooza. <gasps> thank you guys. Nom oh. in space. Almost forgot. <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Movie Gap. 
on the Cross the Streams Media Network.